It was the month of May in the year of our Lord, 2020. In the midst of a global pandemic, three best friends of over one score were on their weekly Zoom to maintain sanity call, and someone had the brilliant idea to click the record button. What follows is the historic chronicle of three people desperately maintaining a minimal degree of sanity. Fueled by a love for pop culture and various fermented liquids, Dan, Neil, and myself, Reed, are on a quest to achieve the maximum level of irreverence. Despite what it sounds like, Three Guys Top Fives, The Irreverent Draft Experience, is a podcast for adults by adults. Its contents are vulgar, raunchy, and at times, barely coherent. At best, it is fully intended for entertainment purposes. Reed was setting up his crap, so I just wanted to come and say hi to my two favorite men. Hi. I mean, Reed's wow. okay, but wow. I think two I'm good. Favorite. We just that's like leapfrogs. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's above Holden, it. too, because Holden's kind of a man right. now, too. Yeah, that's yeah. not hard to do, though. I mean, you've met okay. my son. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's not I'm lucky tall. if I like he's him. He's not tall. He's like better. He's, he's a better. Him. He's a better man than all of us. Like in ways. That's true. That is true. Um, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. that actually might be true. Guy, guys, I, I do it. I do. I am. I do have a surprise for you. What's what's up? Can you guys hear me on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a surprise though. Oh, do you need Reed to be able to hear you for your surprise? It's fine. Alrighty, you'll understand. Yeah, you'll understand. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Is this the Ron one and fucking only? No, no, this isn't happening. I can't even. I'm I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out right now. Oh my god. Okay. I'm glad this is the reaction. I don't I don't know if I'm a good this surpriser. Was a, this was a hard surprise to keep. You pulled this off, Dan? Are you fucking Dan. this is the best? It's all Dan. Ron, I love you so much. It's so Hi. good. I don't know what's going on. I can't hear anything, so I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> what's going on? I don't Hello. Holy yeah. shit. Um sorry, I sorry the buttons wouldn't let me. So That's... sorry for that. You're Sorry good. for the extended we just drum roll. Got here. I know. I was like, "Is it the Ron? Is it the, the Ron? Ron?" I was freaking. The. So here's what happened. <laughs> I was listening. Shit. I was, I was listening to our live episode yesterday in the car, and Ron came on and did his draft about being a professional athlete. And I was like, "Wait a minute." Oh yeah. Our topic tonight. Our topic tonight was very uh, in the vein of what, uh, he brought up and I called him and I was like, Hey, do you want to surprise these guys tomorrow night and come on the podcast? And he's like, this if you think it's okay. And I was like, a hundred percent, it's okay. Is and I just fucking yeah. best. Yeah. This is going to so, be a real editing test for you, Neil. It's like, cut no. me out. No, it's what? not too bad. <laughs> no. What are you recording on? That's a good question. I didn't even think oh, of that. Yeah. Um, just into the zoom. Yeah, sorry. I no, thought that's about amazing. Like, no, that's awesome. That's great. Neil, I, I wanted to tell you about it just for this purpose, but I didn't want to ruin the surprise. I'm so glad oh. you didn't. This is the happiest yeah. I've ever been. And we won the 48-hour film festival last week. So, Yay. It's like, true. Yeah, congratulations. Wait, can you hear you. me okay? Yeah, I can hear you great. Yeah. Can you hear us? Yes. Okay, good. This I'm glad. Rad. It's rad. Do you, remember, do you remember back in the day when like uh, a 
a movie wouldn't a VHS movie wouldn't play it. And you're like, well, we hope it's just the movie and not the VCR, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right. Even yeah. even though you didn't you didn't want anything broken, but it was like, well, at least if it's just a video, we can go get another I, video. But we don't want to have to buy another VCR. <laughs> Anyways, my headphones haven't my headphones haven't been working in my laptop, so I thought maybe it was like the laptop. So. Oh, Anyways. I gotcha. Yeah, this is so great. Yeah. Uh, they need to make head cleaners like those old VCR head cleaners yeah. for headphones. Yes. Headphone cleaners. Yeah. yeah let's get on time. that. Let's get R and D. Let's get R and D on that. <laughs> let's. Oh man. <laughs> top, top five inventions that already exist. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Three guys. Three guys. R and D. Go. Oh my god. <laughs> move some of that. Move some of that Franzia buddy. Yeah. Yes. This yes. is the best. This is this, I'm so glad bananas. you're here, Ron. I'm so glad you're well, here. Th- thank you so much for, thank you so much for having me. I hope. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my God. Of course. It's good. You're my it's really good first s- guest. Yes. And it's oh, really, sorry, it's really good to see you guys. You guys yeah, are. You too. Uh, yes. I was. I was it's, listening it's to the. Yeah. Go. You keep no, talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say. Welcome just, to how this was, goes, and I edit it no, all out later. But, no, <laughs> I was just catching up on episodes. Oh yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know if I didn't know if the live because I had listened to it when y'all sent me like the you know the like VIP the copy or whatever. Yeah, but like, uh, but I hadn't been caught up, so I was listening to that. Yeah, it was just such a great time. I really appreciate. Uh, yes, it was being, being involved in it, and you guys were super nice and getting to go out and do karaoke stuff was amazing. It was oh so fun. It was so much Happy fun. Birthday! Great. Stuff, it, what so. a great birthday! Yeah. Yeah, oh, it yeah. really yeah, was. It was, fanta- it was, the it was best. fantastic. Ron, welcome, welcome to Three Guys, man. Holy Officially. shit! Ron, Ron came prepared. Also, he's drafting yeah. with uh, us full, yeah. Ron with full fucking hexagon. Ron yeah. fucking hexagon. This is this is <laughs> oh making my, my day. All right, so I'm let's. Mad. This is very okay. funny. We should do a tiny recap because we the three guys yeah. have not recorded for like five weeks, some yeah, six weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, huh? Lots happened since then. Uh, oh my gosh! And the, the the premise of this draft changed because I was like, guys, wouldn't it be cool to draft sports announcers? And then, uh, then we all were like, sure. Dan was super about I it. Was Reed was like, way okay about it. I was and way then, about uh, it. I was like, thanks for giving me homework. No, I know. And that was the thing. It was going to be like a research draft. And then the twins actually were winning in the playoffs for the first time. And we were supposed to record one of those nights. And I was like, I have, I'm not, I have, my brain is not, I'm watching every single inning, every single pitch of these games. Uh, let's just do best sports moments. Cause that's what was in my brain at the time. So mm-hmm. how fucking perfect that we talked about that at the live show. And now we get to do, we're drafting our top five favorite sports moments, whatever that means to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's I almost as if it. there's a power greater I'm than excited. us involved in all of this. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I, I, I also was just talking to somebody the other day about how since I moved to Chicago and kind of shifted all focus onto like going to theater school and comedy, there are very few people, if any, that I can talk sports with. I know they ex- I know they exist. Yeah, but it's not that it's not that I'm a closeted sport fan, sports fan by any means. But like the initiations of those conversations yeah. rarely happen. Yeah. And well, even and if I get excited about something, I'll say it, and it just kind of just disappears. Right, right. The, you see who it's who it latches onto, and right. Also, you're in, in in Chicago right now. Like none of the teams are good. Like none of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't They're think that. Yeah, I don't bad. think that helps. Yeah. That, that doesn't yeah. help. Yeah, that doesn't help. 
they love to talk about the Cubs and the Blackhawks and the Bears when they're good, but it's like a wasteland if any of them are bad. <laughs> Nobody cares about the White Sox. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, and ironically, uh, ironically, like uh, I, I grew up uh, watching uh, the Seattle Storm in the WNBA, and so the mm-hmm, Sky yeah. were really good. And there's a couple of comedians that mention that they like the Sky, but like those conversations don't happen at every bar, right? You right. Know, yeah. In the city, yeah. you know. Right. So. Very niche. Can we, can we also can we also please address the fact that I think Ron, are you coming to us from the locker room of a Planet Fitness or <laughs> where, like is it your dorm? Where are you at? Dorm room? Yeah. Actually, my apartment is probably smaller than uh, the locker room of the Planet Fitness, <laughs> and I wish I could admit that I had seen the locker room at any workout facility <laughs> over my lifetime. Can you throughout the podcast just go grab one of those random sticky notes and just read it with no context? Please, yeah, please perhaps. do. That would be amazing. Yeah. I I have a feeling they're up there. They look very meticulously placed. Yeah. And Uh so I would be, I, I would, if I had the capacity to feel guilty, I would feel guilty about making him take those down. No. Okay. Then just, just go over there and just, shout just them. for us to yeah. do, just for us to yeah. play scenes from a hat. Right. The reason why I, the reason why I can't actually is because Lauren Michaels won't let me because those oh, are no. actually the guests. Or <laughs> the yeah. you're the one who does the Instagram yeah. posts. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Those, that's the post. Those are the post-its. Beautiful. Can't, can't Nate Bargatze, yeah. Foo Fighters, and then I can't divulge. Reed, should we do like an official intro? I think we should officially intro Absolutely. this after the last twenty minutes. All right. <laughs> Get it all out. Get it. Uh, welcome to Three Guys Top 5 of the Irreverent Draft Experience. <laughs> you have successfully <laughs> located the internet's number one place for three best friends of a lifetime choosing their top five from a selected category. That means absolutely nothing. And this week, this every other week, this <laughs> By this this time today session this trimester set yeah. this sesh this sesh. Tuesday 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 we have a very special fourth guy joining us yes. from the Planet Fitness on Chicago <laughs> Avenue in uh, Ditka Boulevard Buckdown. Ditka Boulevard yeah. in Schaumburg Illinois is Ron Hexagon woo. Thank you, Rahan. It is. It's great to see you. It's so, so we haven't. We haven't. Uh, so uh, hopefully, the faithful legion of listener knows that Ron was with us in our live show in Omaha, and mm-hmm. we've chatted here and there since. That was two almost three months ago. Jesus Christ, Zaro. That, <laughs> that so happened. Bizarre. And uh, I. I felt horrible that you you were in town, you were in Omaha, and you texted mm-hmm. me, and you're like, hey, I'm going to be in Omaha, let's hang, and I'm, I wanted to, and it was at the exact time that I had a championship game for my summer hockey league. Blew yeah, it, it happens. You blew it, I was just, I was just, uh, <laughs> just driving back to Chicago from the West Coast, and it, it's all right, it didn't happen, but I'm glad we tried, we tried Ended up at a we're bonfire. Gonna, we're going to make it in, happen. Uh, we're going to make it Council happen. Council Bluffs. Uh, oh, really? Council Bluffs? Yeah. Is, that's where my dad grew up. Nice. Yeah, just right, right across the river there. So spend yeah. some time. I, I put it on my on my dream board. Mm-hmm. My Is that what it's called? Your dream board? The vision board? The things you want to make uh, happen? Vision is board. It, is it yeah, I think vision, vision board. board. My vision board. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
Let's go ahead and edit, take it from the top again. I put that on my vision board for this year, for 2024. 2024 is uh, Reed sees Ron again in person. Oh. I might, I don't know who I'll have with me. My plan is to have the other two guys with me. Uh, Manifesting. I don't, I don't know if they put it on their vision boards. I'm not in charge of their vision boards. Uh-huh. I Mine is enough to manage. I got a tattoo that on my leg, actually, on my inner thigh, so it's, it's permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Memento inner. style. Yeah, <laughs> this man is chasing you. You are chasing this man. Inner That's upper. Right. That's right. Uh, I yeah, on my vision board, it, uh, or I actually have a vision board just for Omaha, and it includes. Uh, read, of course, but then it also includes <laughs> IV. I did make it to IV grocery store. While yeah, I, was there. I love it so much. Uh, we have we have now in Gretna, uh, city adjacent to Omaha, the largest IV in the world. Yes. Oh, oh wow! Opened up uh, just this this year. Sometime I don't know when, but. Gretna. He's writing it down. He's like, Gretna. <laughs> Gretna IV. Don't. Don't go Lord, there. Just, <laughs> don't do it. Save yourself. I just, I, I'm a sucker for the hot food section because yeah. I, you know, I was a hot lunch cafeteria kid. Yeah. Uh, so I just walk into the Hy-Vee. All I was supposed to pick up was uh, some pib and some gum for the hotel. And I look over and there's hot Chinese food, you know, or pick a pick yeah. a combo or whatever. And I was an hour later, I'm walking yeah. out of there like I have a huge fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, now I have to eat it all because yeah. there's yep. no yeah. exactly. fridge. Like, well, exactly. What do you gotta yeah. do? Got it. And that's how you end up at Planet Fitness. I also like the image of of Ron looking around the hotel, going, "Anybody need anything? Gum, gum, gum. pip, <laughs> gum and pip. Anything else? All right." <laughs> I'll see, I'll see in 20. Four of those styrofoam closed containers. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, when you have you ever like been like, okay, focus on the list, focus on the list oh. when you're going to like the grocery store. Like never go, like, go to the grocery store hungry. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially. Yeah. 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 And it was like, you're supposed to go to this fancy burger spot in Omaha. That's what you're, you're going to have food, but you need soda for the, for the hotel room and you need gum. Anyways, didn't happen. <laughs> So you've been doing some I've hotel ate. living. What have you been up to since we last saw each other? Like, where have uh, you been? What are your well, exploits? Okay, so there's this sketch group in Chicago, Boot Cup. They're fantastic. They're friends of mine. They were uh, they were invited to perform at the Seattle Sketch Fest. Awesome. In, um, and that was <clears throat> early September. And so as an excuse to, they invited me to join them in at least one of the sketches. But also they knew I was from Seattle. I had family and friends out there. So I used that as an excuse to go perform at Seattle Sketch Fest, was fair, which was amazing and wonderful. I I used to attend that, so to be able to perform in it was extra amazing. And then basically, I used it as a, an opportunity to just try and get on as many stages as possible, whether it's open mics or or climbing onto to um, showcases with other comedians. And so I did that in Seattle, flew down and did the same thing. Uh, visited some friends in. Southern California, uh, shout out to Jim. Um, he, uh, and hung out and then, uh, got a car and drove from, uh, LA, Orange County to, uh, back to Chicago oh, and trying, trying to get, trying to get on stages in Southern California, like in Burbank. And that was a lot of fun. And then, um, Salt Lake city played a house show, a couple of shows in Denver and visited some friends was actually there the same weekend that, um, 
the Buffaloes were the Buffs were playing uh, oh, CSU. Wow. I was like in oh, Boulder. Nice. Oh, that was yeah, happy. wow. Oh, it wow. Was, it was that amazing. Was a it was amazing game. Yeah, yeah. That was it was a, yeah, that was yeah. It was all it was all on the TVs while we were trying to do comedy. <laughs> no. Of course, <laughs> which, of which course. was interesting, which was interesting <laughs> yeah. as well. Anyways, and then you know through uh, Omaha and then back to Chicago. So it was good. I when I used to be in bands and even doing Ron Hexagon early on. Like I love playing other cities. I love touring. I mean, it's never a huge. Uh, it's never. A, a huge tour or anything, but just playing other cities and traveling. I love it so that's much. Amazing. It's the best. It's, it's, but that's, so, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. What a be- wonderful way to see the country. Right. Yeah, so just, yeah, super busy. When I used to live in Colorado, I, I can't remember if it came up oh. earlier, just oh, about yeah. like, uh, so just, you know, seeing Aspen trees and visiting friends and, you know, there's, you know, nostalgia there. I saw some prairie dogs, which was amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, this is just a Colorado thing for sure. Neil and I used to live in Colorado also. We, yeah. we both lived in Gre- Greeley. Yeah. Oh, nice. I got my four-year yeah, degree from UNC. Yeah. Did, did, I, I went to UNC. <laughs> so I was like, did Dan finish? I didn't remember. I didn't want to misspeak. Uh, also, I want to I wanna take a, a couple of steps back. And mm-hmm. uh, you gave a shout-out to Jim in Southern California. And yeah. here's the deal. Jim, if you join the uh, Faithful Legion of Listener, uh, mm-hmm. find us on socials, uh, three guys, top fives. We'll do more than just a shout out. We'll plug something for you. So Jim, yeah. find us Ooh. and, uh, let us know, let us know what you want us to plug for the faithful legion of listener in Southern California. And, nice. uh, we'll make it happen. All right. Good times. And we should definitely plug Ron's incredible Instagram. Oh, Follow yeah. Ron Hexagon yeah, on Instagram. Abs- it's, he's the best. Yeah. Follow and, Ron yeah. Hexagon. I also joined TikTok. Finally. Yeah. I had yeah. Oh, okay. We'll have another follow. Oh, you'll have another follow. Which is just three more followers just here. Strange, just strange. Oh. All right. Yeah. Oh. Should we kick it I off? I didn't mean to cut you off, but also no, it's good. No, I wasn't. Yeah, trying to <laughs> I was trying to give Reed a oh, signal. Okay. Just do this next. Do this next. Yeah. yeah. That was well. I if I don't do it now, if I don't do it now, I'm just going to forget. So hey, <laughs> all right. Let's get primed. It's drafting time. What's mm-hmm. everybody drinking? Ron. Ron. Uh, well, it's Pib Extra, but I usually just say Mister <laughs> Pib. <laughs> the greatest drink on, on earth. Beautiful. I got a, I got a koozied up, but I don't drink koozied in the three guys koozie. It looks beautiful. And yeah. none of us yeah. have the three guys koozie. Sadly, do I have one? Mister Extra Pib. Mr. Oh, they're sold Mr. out. Mister Extra Pib. Yeah. Neil, what you drinking? I am actually drinking an Austin East Ciders. It's a little cider oh. in a can that we keep out in the cooler. This one is nice. passion fruit flavor. It comes oh. in like four different flavors per 12 pack. They're very nice. Cider, it feels like a cider kind of time of year, fall. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. It definitely 100%. is. Definitely is. Uh, I've got, uh, oh, Dan, do you want to go? No, no, go ahead. Oh, you're good. Okay, go. I'll go. Yeah. I have a, so I've got <laughs> an Austin East Ciders passion fruits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so I am enjoying a uh, a brown ale from Backswing Brewing Company. There, there you, you go. go. Look at this. Hey. Look at us. Nice. Look at us. Who would have believed? Fantastic. It? Uh, <laughs> very nice. I've got um, my brother in law introduced. Shout out to Talbot again. Uh, this is Bullet makes a pre made old fashioned in a bottle, and it is delicious. And Sounds I'm great. One of those. It's an old fashioned without any work. All right. Cheers, gents. Cheers. Oh, yeah. cheers. We are well cheers. met and well surprised cheers. by the inimitable Ron Hexagon. And also in, in in honor of Ron Hexagon, my name's Dan and I'm <laughs> feeling candy. 
<laughs> My name's Neil, and um, I'm Constellation Friendship. Yes. <laughs> I know, I stole reads. That's the best. <laughs> okay, Reed. My name is Reed. And I don't know any other Ron Hexagon words <laughs> other than I'm feeling candy and constellation friendship Wait, off the Reed, top of my head. Is there a is there a is there a certain candy that everybody was bringing? I can't remember. It was everybody's <laughs> feeling something. This know. is everybody, the worst. We're quizzing Reed. Oh, on bring dots. Everybody's bringing dots. The lyrics of the man <laughs> sitting right next to you. I know that's so. I, that's so. I, it's very sweet, but I feel bad for Reed right now. Well, no, Dan sprung oh. that on us, and I just jumped don't, in with number two, yeah. so I could. Uh, I'm yeah, full of surprises should, today. I'm full of surprises. Don't 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 feel bad because these two are assholes. <laughs> should I? <laughs> Dan, should I, oh, Dan. Wow. That's how Dan always ends up in the third slot. Now Reed knows yeah. completely how it feels because Reed usually. <laughs> starts that process so. that's right yeah. <laughs> go ahead go ahead sir go ahead we are we are ron and we are lobsters in a box falling to the ocean floor i don't even know i don't think i had that song did i play that song no that's not uh, familiar to me i, I can't okay, wait to hear it because it's new it's new but i didn't know how new it was Anyways, i can't wait to times. hear it Incredible. <laughs> this is incredible. This is making oh my god, whole day. I'm so well, happy. I never knew the process by how you guys did that, so I did get nervous about like, oh no, like it was how? always like it was always. <laughs> so, Reed just said something, and then we all had to follow it up. We never knew he was doing yeah. lyrics until like 40 okay. weeks in. He was like, I've been just doing lyrics. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. So I had a couple lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I had ahead, a couple lyrics. Yes. <laughs> was ready. You were more ready than <laughs> we were. And I then nervously this. you went with my own lyrics. So it's like, oh no. Now, now, I, now I really have to, now I really Any more have bits to get you want right. to blow up, Dan? Right no, no right after right after I booked Ron, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna totally introduce myself as feeling candy. Like there's no question. Like I I planned that like this afternoon. Yeah. So good. So good. Yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Very sweet of me. All right. So Neil, I believe it's your draft. It is my draft. It is my draft. And just to clarify, so for the order, since we have a surprise special guest, I will be last. Ron is first. Yes. And I don't recall who goes I'm second. Dan's second because you had the last draft. Correct. You had condiments, right? Right. Um, Dan would have been the first since his last draft. So it goes Ron, Dan, Reed, Neil. Look, we figured oh. it out in like less than 10 Listen. seconds. I can't believe it. Wait. So what? Sorry. For- what's the order? It's gonna be your Ron, first. Your first. Ron is one. Dan is two. Reed is three. Neil is last. And we're gonna snake it. I'm just fucking kidding. We're never gonna. No. Snake it. <laughs> never again. No. And then it goes to whoever has the next birthday after the three following leap years. I've got a one and a two. A one Wait, and a no. two. Here we go. Dan, I like Reed better. So that's. <laughs> No. Uh, so, yes, this is my draft, uh, and we kind yeah. of already explained what it was going to be about. Mm-hmm. It was going to be, we're now doing, an, in honor of the sadly out of the playoffs too early Minnesota Twins, but they broke their 21-year postseason series curse and actually won a postseason series, beat the Seattle Mariners, sorry, Ron, and uh, and then moved on to get beat by the terrible Houston Astros who just got beat last night. So now only one Texas team I hate is left in the playoffs, but it's the worst one that's gone. Anyway, 
we're doing best sports moments, whatever that means to you, best sports moments in history. Um, I guess it could be in your imagination, but probably be more fun if they were real. So I'm going to just, Ron, leave it up to you to take the number one pick and interpret it however you want. Okay. So number one, I get, I go, I go now. Number one, number one, number one off the board. Okay. Here we go. No. So top five sports moments. I immediately thought about just like positive, happy times right. in one's life. There's a part of me at one point that was like, oh, maybe it's just like, it might be devastating moments because those are impactful mm. as well. But this mm. is the first, this is the first one that came to mind. And that is the drive. John Elway, the Denver Broncos, AFC mm. Championship, Cleveland Browns, 1987, 1986 season. Yep. So that was the first, just, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm 10 years old and it was magic. <laughs> so, uh, oh, of course. Incredible for a 10 year old, like, watching. Yeah. That's that's nuts. Yeah. That's an incredible play, Ron. I you could not have set that up better, and I'll, we'll we'll get into it later. But yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Oh no, no you, Dan, I, you I, got the next pick. So, <laughs> Captain Chiefs Ron, fan over here. <laughs> I know, Ron. I know that you. I don't know if we talk oh. about this, and I know you're from. I know you're from Colorado. I'm from Kansas City, and yeah, it has been it has been discussed many times on this podcast that the team that I have the most loathing and hate for in the entire world is the Denver Broncos with <laughs> yeah, good I, reason yeah. with, with good reason. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fine. It's fine because, because I'm going to tell I you respect something. A rivalry. I respect a rivalry. The year was 1994. No, I'm not going to steal. But the year was, I forgot to do that. I was going to do that. The year was 1994 and the Denver Broncos had been steadily, steadily beating the Kansas city chiefs for years because of uh-huh. said John Elway could not get over the uh-huh. hump. And we especially could not beat them in mile high until Monday night football, 1994. We had a quarterback by the name of Joe Montana who led a glorious drive. And with in the, in the last seconds of the fourth quarter on fourth down, hit a slant route to the corner to win, I lost my mind <laughs> because it was the first time in my life that I had seen the Chiefs beat the Broncos because we had not beat the Broncos since I had been a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. And to watch that moment and to finally get over the hump and beat John Elway was one of the happiest moments of my life. So that's my number one. <laughs> Did Monday you guys fucking plan this? No, no, it was perfect. This? It was perfect. This is it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't That's even going to be my one. Uh, my one. I I might lose it, but it, but but since Ron set it up, I had to. Yeah. I had to continue it. Yin and yang, right there. <laughs> it two was, drives. It two was drives. Two drives. <laughs> but yeah. both both games had the same quarterback in them. Um. So yeah, it was. Oh my god, like that. And and you can go back and watch that. It's an all time classic. It's on YouTube. Like it's one of the greatest football games that's ever been played. It was just. It was just back and forth all night. And it looked like the Broncos were going to do it. John Elway led a great late late drive to go up, and Montana took them all the way down the field and scored with like seconds left. It was unbelievable. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's my that's my one. Yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah. Not until you said not until you said Kansas City had um, Joe Montana. Like I completely forgot that Joe Montana yeah. played for the Chiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got we got him very late in his career. 
I he, don't. He, we had we had <laughs> one year. We went to the AFC Championship game that year and lost to yeah. Jim Kelly and the Buffalo Bills, who eventually lost to the Dallas Cowboys. But uh, it, we never got past Jim Kelly. We we could never be Jim Kelly and the Bills. But we got four years we got in a row with those John Bills. Away. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, but, you're getting uh, him back. You're getting him back these days. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I do want to talk about how beautiful it is being a Kansas City fan who tortured right for years and years and years, and now yeah. you got your Kansas City Royals World Series. Like there you go. Mm-hmm. Like you're yep. all set. You went two years in a row and won the second one, which was unbelievable yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. and, and then they and then yeah. they just dumped the team. Dumped like, the team. Right, we did that. We're done. Did it. We're done. done. We're the Royals. <laughs> we don't do anything else. Thing, yeah. But then right on the heels of that. Yeah, like your incredible oh. Chiefs team has come up and been like so. And guess who plays this Sunday? The Chiefs and Broncos. Oh my God! I think yeah. we need to live stream the two of you watching that game. That's what we need to do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll be. A, I'm not at Planet Fitness during that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fun to watch during those games. I get way too into them because yeah, it's oh, it's. Well, it's, it's even nuts. more bizarro. It's even more bizarro with the Seahawks Broncos connection now. Yeah, because of because Russ. of uh, Russell. <laughs> yeah, dangerous. Now he's dangerous yeah. for another reason. Yeah. Anyways, it's yeah, it's it's a lot. I just acted like I knew what you were talking about just then. Russell Wilson, <laughs> who used to no, be a I don't care. Reed, what's your one, buddy? All right, my number. So I'm doing these in order of least impressive to most impressive. Ooh, I, I kind of so, did the same. I kind of did. So the this same. is kind yeah. of my number five, but it'll be my first pick. Picture it. It's uh, it's late June, Lincoln, Nebraska. Ooh, the annual Church League softball playoffs are happening. Oh no! This is great. The oh, Our no. Savior's Lutheran Church is getting <laughs> dominated. By some other Lutheran church. <laughs> I step up to the plate. No. And I just swing away. And I cranked my first, only, and last home run of my entire life. Yes! In a church league softball playoff game. And we Counts. lost. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Eight to two. <laughs> Did you hit a two-run dinger or was it a solo shot? It was a two-run dinger. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's the uh, best. N- nobody knew quite what was going on. The ball just kept rising and rising and going. And I ran my heart off, and I was to second base, and the ump stopped me and went, that's a home run. You can go back to the dugout now. And I was heartbroken that I didn't get to run all of the bases. Why did he stop you? That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I always said, fuck that. I'm running. Right? Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, church league softball, man. There's no church way. league softball politics. We're gonna have to reenact it. I would have kept going. I also, I also didn't quite know what happened. I was like, oh, did they catch it? I'm going back. They're like, no. I got back. They're like, no. They're like, yeah, give me high fives. I was like, oh, I thought I was out. No, I hit a home run. I've never okay. heard of an ump telling you not to run the bases. None. That's- well, because that's kind of they don't they don't want people. Showboating around the Showboating. Oh, okay. It doesn't count them. unless you touch uh, all the bases. That's why it's called right, baseball. Exactly. In, exactly. In church league baseball, it, <laughs> it, it does. The ump called it. You, you, know, like, all right, you just run, get it blessed from two. the Lord. Like you get the yeah. home run, like just and anointed you from above. None <laughs> of my family was there to watch it oh. because I said to Teresa, do you want to come to the game? It's a, it's a, our last playoff game. She went, nah, I'm just going to stay home. Well, 
You know it happened. They know mm-hmm. it happened. And most yeah, importantly, my, God knows it happened. Know. And, <laughs> right. and, and, and Jesus ran the bases for you. Because yeah. he was right there. The Holy, well, the Holy, the last, the Holy Spirit was running the ghosty. Last, the last two bases was when Jesus carried you home. That's right. <laughs> we did it, guys. We did it. We did, we did it. it. Uh, we did it. We, we we hit a groove home run right there. That yeah. I want to make a movie about just that. Just that. I just you too. not getting to touch third at home and having Jesus carry you the rest <laughs> of the way. Jesus <laughs> pinch ran. It's pinch ran the home run for you. Oh Jesus my God. Christ! It's a like, lesson. I wasn't. I like it's a lesson for in the faith. last faith. Yeah. For the. <laughs> For the last 13 years, I haven't been upset about that, but now I'm upset about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was just like, what a bummer of your, like you said, uh, your first and only home run of your entire amazing. career. Probably forever, because we're on the waning side oh, of our I'm ages. Not gonna, I'm, oh. I'm not going to. Yeah. S- swinging bad no, much you got, ever again. No, you got, some, you got some pop left in you. But well, you so know. I also dented my bat, and oh. I still have that bat. Nice. Yeah, nice. You should mount it. Yeah, why is that Wonder not on boy. the wall? Wonder, yeah, wonder. <laughs> it's going. I guess I'm sure I mean, agreed it's with all of the going to be fucking lights just popping off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for their doves because Jesus you know. circling yeah. the bases. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're doves. Oh. Just yeah. <laughs> John Woo's directing the natural with three. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run <laughs> and then instead of sliding into home, I'm gonna roll into home. And pop up holding two bats. But your That's pants right. will still be full of foam. Two, two bats and two fishes. <laughs> two yeah. Bats. yeah. And then bats just multiplied. <laughs> oh boy. And the umpire's like the umpire's like saved. <laughs> oh so nice. That was good. That was a good one. Oh good. Lord. That's beautiful. Well, you guys are all amazing. And I, I'm going to have to like, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my personal one first and then go into more like bigger outside yeah. ones. Cause I haven't, I literally haven't put a ton of thought into it. And one thing is I will have no personal sports stories cause I was the worst athlete. Like I Sorry. worked my butt off at it when I was in high school. I never got any better. So I've never hit a home run. I'm six foot five and I've never been able to dunk like all these things. I've like, I, it was just terrible. So I'm just going to go with my personal one right off the bat. And this is the one I'm picking this one because I was there in person for it. And I'm sure we've talked about it on this podcast before, but if not in 2006, I lived in Minneapolis and in 2006, the twins and the, um, uh, tigers were, was it twins and tigers? Yeah, Twins and Tigers were in a dead heat that whole season, yeah. and the Twins were always trailing them. Anytime the Twins would win two, the Tigers would win two, and it was just like they never held first place the entire season. The fun part about this for me was that I had a flex uh, season tickets to the Metrodome, which was you essentially got 40 vouchers that you could use in the upper deck, and you could just call ahead, you could book them a month, three months ahead of time, or you could walk up that day. And if there was a seat, you could use it. They were great. And so like anytime, if I had a free afternoon, I was like, sweet, I'm going over to the Metrodome. I'll watch one. The one thing I did schedule was the final game of the 2006 season in the Metrodome. I was like, I want to be there for the last game, whatever happens. And it turns out that day, if the twins won and if the Tigers lost, the twins won the division and would take overtake the Tigers for the division on the last day of the season. And so we were there. We watched the Twins one. It was great. 
and no one left the stadium. Full full house in the Metrodome. They turn the Royals Tigers game on the big screens, and everyone's watching and living and dying with every pitch. And when the Royals beat the Tigers, thank you Royals, to give us that 2006 division title, I was there in the middle of that huge crowd going absolutely nuts. The players all rushed out of the locker room where they had been watching the game too, like went around, high five the entire crowd. I've never had a sports moment like it. That's my personal one. I don't know, unless I see uh, like uh, the Twins win the World Series, nothing will be that fun at a baseball game ever again. So that's my 2006 game 162. Beautiful. Love it. I love that. Yeah. It's a lot of context. No, it's great context. You can always count on the Royals to play spoiler. Yeah, I love that the Royals play spoiler too. Yeah. Well, that, that's what's that's what's great. I mean, so far we've had a couple like that where it's like it wasn't the championship game, but it was this other thing. Yeah. It was the moment. As, as the moment and the tension to it, it just like this memory burned. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah, I'm not going to take any more twins moments. Like that's it for me. Like that was the one for me. Like the recent reading the streak this year was a ton of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Making the playoffs this year was a ton of fun. Obviously, Game Seven in 1991, Jack Morris went ten innings. That's all a ton of fun. Those aren't. I'm I'm taking that as my one twins one yeah. because I got to be there to see it. So that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Back to Ron. Back to oh, Ron. Yeah. Round two. I love how y'all how y'all mentioned like what why the order. And of, of what your choices were like. So the drive was the first one I thought of. The, so for my second pick, it was all, it was the second one that I thought of. It changes up on my later ones, but this is a little strange. Uh, but in 2004, uh, my lady and I <laughs> moved, uh, moved from Seattle to Southern California together. And she was raised a huge uh, Red Sox fan. And oh. so we were watching every single game, every single night, getting, we had just moved in. We didn't even have a refrigerator yet. No IV, but we did, you know what I mean? So we'd like get food and come home and watch every single uh, Red Sox and Yankees game. And if, uh, nice. as I'm alluding to Red Sox, yeah. Yankees, mm-hmm. Red Sox down, down Oh three, we'd watched all of those games. Mm-hmm. So just, just like thinking about like that still like the energy each and every game. Yeah. And like my lady and I watched being so invested in those games. And obviously that series just as a sports fan, whether it's, you know, Kevin Millar, you know, giving yep. interviews or, <laughs> or, you know, sh- shilling sock and all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, was just amazing. It, it's, it's, it's incredibly memorable to me. So that's, oh, yeah. so I remember that, you know, even though, even though I wasn't raised a Red Sox fan, it was just through, Oh, but we were all cheering for it. I think, I think you're not yeah. in this group of people. None of us are Yankees fans. I think we were all, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was no. awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. yeah, no, oh, I yeah. definitely am not a Yankees yeah. fan. Um, so that, that added to it for sure. Yeah, it was amazing. It's, I think possibly if it's not maybe the best, it's definitely top five playoffs. It was the first time it ever MLB happened. history. It was incredible. Yeah. And Nobody yeah, had ever come back from 03. Yeah, it was amazing. And it was, and it was, and after what happened in 2003 with like the mm-hmm. Red Sox and Grady Little and, yeah. and, uh, you know, Pedro, Pedro and so the, too long. And yeah. Yeah. So there was yeah. just momentum from that and just like same old, same old. And Ortiz just becoming the player that he would, that, I mean, that, that series put him in the Hall uh, of Fame. I was yeah. at David Ortiz's Hall of Fame induction ceremony last year. Whoa. Because uh, Jim Cott and Tony Oliva, 
were in. So it was my dad's 70th birthday present was that I took him to Cooperstown for the induction. And That's it awesome. happened to be also David Ortiz, former Minnesota twin that got yeah. to be there. But that <laughs> series, it's like after that series, David Ortiz was going to the Hall of Fame. It was just depending on whether he was going to stay healthy enough, long enough. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like magic. It was magic that. It's it's one of those moments too where I, I, I appreciate some of the larger um, – larger markets being something that everybody talks about. You know what I mean? Because yeah. being small, uh, being uh, rooting for a smaller market team, it feels like you you feel left out. But oh, at the same yeah. time, like to know that the next day, every every show you listen to or every person, you know, it's, it's that it's like a water cooler thing for sports. It's one thing um, that baseball has lost a lot of is the, um, yeah. the immediacy, like the, you don't get it like you do with like football playoffs or even college football playoffs or like final four or whatever, where it's like, did you see that? Did you see that? Where it's like, everyone was watching one moment in time. Um, yeah. Like baseball has kind of lost that with the more they expand the playoffs and the more teams, the less, it feels like the less important each game is to the rest of, of the people. I think some of that too is just where how much things have changed in the last ten years, just with like what people are watching and how they're watching it. And well, there's there's like at one weekend, uh, I think the Yankees had Friday night was on Apple TV Plus, Saturday was on YouTube, Sunday was on their the you know Yes Network, and then Monday, it was on ESPN. Like four games in a row, you had to figure out where it was going to be. It's, yeah, it's just a disaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. and like that's. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, save my gripes yeah. about streaming, and that's you even wanting to find them. Exactly. Much less, right. much less yeah. somebody who just expected to turn right. on the TV and yeah. it's not on. Yeah. When the you NFL know. is doing that with these fucking London and Germany games, where they put it on the yeah. NFL Network at eight o'clock in the morning, like, what the fuck? I hate yeah. that shit. <laughs> I hate it. I, I, it pisses I me time. off. I'm laughing, not because you're right, but I remember watching like the Mariners in Tokyo, but I was up at 4 a.m. So I watched those right. games, but that's ah, just that's awesome. I'm up too late, you know, let's let's reiterate. It has nothing to do with Dan being right. It has everything to do with Ron having insomnia. <laughs> that's what I heard from that. Well, you know, it's never about me being right. That's, that's <laughs> never. Speaking of Dan no. being right, what's your number two pick? Hey, okay. yeah. ah, king of the segues tonight. It was good. That was good. Nailing it. Um, Nailing it. I, I listen. I, I I'm embarrassed because you guys were all talking baseball ones, and I had a list, and I completely left this off the list, and I don't know why. I think I was just kind of in a hurry, and I was putting together like the big ones that I could think about. But this was a this was a big one. I think the only reason I didn't think about it is because it wasn't my team, but I was there. Uh, the year was 2001. I was living in Tempe, Arizona. And the Diamondbacks were very, very mm. good. Yeah. And I, I I got to go see them play a couple playoff games. I got to watch the big unit. Um, and then they got to the series against the Yankees. And game seven came along. And my buddy, my roommate was like, do you want to go downtown Phoenix and like go stand outside the stadium? And I was like, fuck Yeah. So we went downtown, we stood outside the stadium, and Mo comes in, and the hit happens, and the Diamondbacks walk off, <laughs> one of the greatest World Series I've ever seen in my life, and the entire outside the arena, arena went 
electric. There was this complete stranger standing next to us, and we just completely we embraced immediately. And we're like jumping up and down, and we're screaming. Car horns are going off, like uh, it, tongues it went down throats, full buying beers, full, yeah, full madness, full madness. Like the police <laughs> showed up, they were sectioning off like streets. There was mace, there was tear gas, there was. I mean, it was <laughs> chaos, but it was like the funnest time because, yeah. like, it was. I mean, the, the the Yankees were supposed to win because of 9-11, and they didn't, and they beat Mo. <laughs> the only and it year was like, possible that yeah, anyone was I rooting know. for the Yankees that wasn't a Yankees fan. <laughs> Such a good spoil. So, Such a good spoil. So fun to watch, <laughs> and I was there. I was outside the stadium, and it was fucking awesome. I'll never it's forget fantastic. it. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really embarrassed that I didn't have it on my list, but I did get to bring it up in the podcast, so it doesn't matter. Um, you can edit that out, and so it's so it's like I always remembered it. Um, <laughs> not going to do that. Fucking, it was <laughs> fine. Not gonna I, do I that. respect you. I respect your artistic choice. Um, <laughs> I'm always looking out for you guys. You know that. But it was, but it was amazing. It was so much fun. I was 22 years old. I was in the prime of my life, like having a great time. I had no idea what I was doing in Tempe, Arizona. I didn't stay there long, but I was there for that. And it was incredible, and I'll never forget it. So that's my number two: is is the Diamondbacks beating the Yankees in the 2001 that World Series? Stellar. I, was like, I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Great pick. And I love, and I love, and I love Mo. I love Mo. But watching Mo get beat was really fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, and that was at yeah, the yeah. that was at the tail end of that dynasty. Like Yankees yeah. won four out of six years. Yeah. That mm-hmm. year or something. It was nuts. Like yeah. no no team has dominated. Like that since in any sport, was it Mo or was it Pettit? I can't remember now. It might have been Pettit. It was Mo. Either it was Mo. It was. It was Mo. a walk it was off. Mo. Yeah, it was Mariano. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was Mo. Yeah, it was yeah. Mo. So was it yeah, Gonzalez, it was, oh they my hit God. It off him? Yeah, it was Gonzalez. They hit it because because <laughs> they were all playing uh, shallow for uh, because they had uh, yeah, Council had at third. Yeah, Council was at third with the leadoff, so they were all playing shallow, and he hit a chopper over the over the. Um, Second second baseman's head, I believe. And it, it's the oh exact God, same it way the Twins won in 91 after that 10-inning yeah. gem from Morris in the bottom of the 10th. Gene Larkin just like bopped it over the pulled-in infield and yeah. Dan Gladden scored from third. It was the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I'll never forget it. Craig Council. Craig Council got the game winner. It was amazing. amazing. Yeah, it was so fun. America. I know. I remember listening I remember listening to those games in my car. I had oh, wow. I bought but my grandparents were gonna sell their Cadillac and I was like, You can't. And so then me. I bought it from I bought it yeah. from them and it was so comfortable because it was like yeah. a Cadillac, like a yeah. big old Mary Mary Kay car. This wasn't like I mean it was like it was like it was a it was, was a it beige pink? Beige. Please tell me it was pink. No, it was oh. it, well, it was like beige, but in the right yeah. light. And yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was like driving a mattress around. So, you know, because it was just like, and so I would get into like listening to baseball sitting in that caddy because it was so, so comfortable. Anyway, so that's what I remember listening to yeah. those games. Oh, so it was good. the best. That was one of the funnest World Series I've ever watched, too. It was really good. It's a really great series. So I just want to point out that like this, this is like taking a long time because we're discussing everything and I don't want to change that at all. I absolutely I agree. Okay. I'm good. Love. All right. All I was, good. Wor- I was worried about that. Not at no, all. Okay. No, but well, let's we're fine. Yeah. This is, I'm good. This is, this is my wheelhouse. I love talking sports. So let's do it. Yeah, let's okay. do it. I know. Sorry, guy. Guy hasn't listened this far. Forget it. <laughs> he, no, no he, he's, he's going to skip this one completely. This guy, guy turned it on. And he goes, oh, this episode's not for me. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> but we're like, guy, Ron Hexagon is here. I don't care. It's sports. Yeah. I have no. Like, I have, yeah. Oh, 
I'm sure that's lovely. <laughs> Ray Charles, number two, buddy. My number two pick. Okay. All right. Picture it. Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. Mm. Bright lights. <laughs> November 2022. Oh. In a suburb, Henderson, Nevada. <laughs> In there. So it wasn't Las Vegas. <laughs> where, the, where, where the Henderson Silver Knights practice, there was a tournament. A draft tournament of the Beer League Players Association. I like where this is going. And in the first game of the tournament, which is an important game of the tournament because it sets the tone for all of the rest of the tournament. In the first game of the tournament, the green Zamboni jerseyed team was up against the gray silver blpa shield team one nothing when a defenseman wearing number four because that was his order in the draft carried the puck from the red line of his defensive zone through the entire team cut across in front of the goalie and scored the game tying goal and that guy's name i was that defenseman <laughs> That that defenseman's name was Reed Campbell. I love that this is the angle you're going in. That's fantastic. Reed's had some sports moments. I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling he was going to go this way, and I love it. It was like, like I, like I, so I play left, I play hockey left-handed, and I came down the left side of the ice, and I dropped my shoulder, and I angled in across the crease, I split two defensemen and I poke the puck right underneath the goalie's leg. The old poke pucker. <laughs> the old the old five hole poke pucker is what we call that. <laughs> now we we ended up tying that game, but it was an important one because we ended up going to the gold medal game, which we lost. But had we not tied that game, we wouldn't have had the momentum to carry us to win the next two. There you games. go. There you go. <laughs> Good job, Reid. Huge. Huge. Third period. Game Huge. time goal. Fantastic. Love it. Well done. Well done. God damn. Good that's and, great. Good and faithful servant. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Shit. I was I was continuing over from the Lutheran baseball. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, God don't tie. Jesus didn't save that goal. Oh. <laughs> no, because Moses <laughs> split part, parted the, the water. Part of the water because Reed <laughs> walked sea. on. Reed walked on water parted. across the crease. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did walk on water, frozen yeah, I water. I did walk on oh, water. Oh, that's yeah. true. Some Mister Wizard's World semantics, but I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never thought about. I think I even maybe I brought that up in confirmation one time. They're like. It was salt water. It couldn't have been. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Like, they didn't like questions in confirmation for some no, reason. No. Oh, no. No. Not, no. not huge chance. My my confirmation, they welcomed questions so they could go, I don't know, look it up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, this is when it's a bummer to follow Reed. Not, not, I'm saying, not saying it's a bummer, but Reed's are all so good, and I'm, I'm now just going historical. I'm just uh, jumping heard, into what I heard. That was a read is a bummer because That's we all know heard. history sucks. History does suck. History does suck. And so 
I'm going to take my first one, which is one I've mentioned on the podcast before. So I want to like get it out of the way. It's one yeah. of the, in the draft of sports or like mo- historical moments we wish we were present for. Oh. I took the 1980 miracle on ice at Lake Placid when the United States beat the the Russians. Um, I still think that's possibly one of the most incredible sports stories in history. So yeah. I'm just phenomenal. So I'm phenomenal. taking phenomenal. I'm taking it with my number two here. I know it's yeah. a repeat pick from a previous was, draft, but I mean, that's no, fine. I mean, come on, like that. That's nuts. And the movie Miracle, starring Kurt Russell, about mm-hmm. it, where all the actors who are on the team were actual hockey players is stunning just it's so good so taking the miracle on ice okay nice yeah yeah not yeah. nearly as fun <laughs> as tying the game in nevada but no no notes no notes yeah no notes no. perfect pick yeah that's great love it um okay my third pick um uh, i don't i don't i don't think this is the third one i thought of but it was definitely um immediately listed I don't, I don't even remember the year living in Southern California and uh, I was working at Hollywood video and, um, and uh, one of the regulars who came in all the time, he just, he was really nice. We had a rapport, whatever, talking movies and stuff. He said, do you want to go, uh, have these extra tickets? They're doing a viewing in Anaheim of the Stanley cup. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, he, as I'm a season ticket holder, you get to go view the stanley cup like because anaheim ducks had just won it gotcha they just won it and they were letting fans like go see it so i was like yeah that sounds amazing because at the time rented from hollywood video there was like this lord stan lord stanley cups like documentary i think it was like uh narrated by uh dennis leary even and uh (laughs) i've seen it oh yeah i used to watch it all the time it's amazing um anyway so i was super just fascinated by it uh when i was living in colorado Avalanche weren't there. Uh, so when I moved to Cal and, and Seattle didn't have a team yet. So when I was living in Southern California, I was, I know you're not supposed to be an Anaheim and a Kings fan, but I was just super excited that I was yeah. around hockey. Um, so, yeah. so it was, so, so my number three is going to whatever, I can't remember the name of that place. I should have looked it up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but getting to see the Stanley Cup and like you walk in and like there it is and the lights on it. That's awesome. They let you w- walk yeah. near it. Like you don't touch it. Oh, yeah. You're like very close to it. And so just, uh, yeah. And then uh, and then being a Kings fan, like because those tickets were cheaper at that time. So we got super into going to Kings games and then them, them winning it, you know, a few years later. But just getting to meet the Stanley Cup. It's nice. my number three. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. It was magical. I loved yeah. it. It was, it was, it was incredible. There's, it's so much different than like the trophies given out in other sports where the trophies kept by the team. I, yeah. I remember walking I like it. in the Metrodome one time, just accidentally turning the corner and seeing the 8791 trophies and the yeah. amount of like, like serotonin that pumped up in my body during that second. Yeah. You can only imagine seeing the Stanley Cup, which is, only the one, one, one. Yeah. The yeah. One. Well, that's, so that's cool. what's, I mean, that's why that documentary is amazing. There's this movie that I love called safe men and the Stanley cup is, is, is <laughs> yep. prominently, is prominently <laughs> in that. And so this, you know, the Stanley cup is like, it's, it's like a, it's like a person. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, it's like yeah. a living thing. Yeah. And yeah, I still get kind of, you know, I still get anxious and excited when I see other trophies in other buildings and whatnot, but there's, yeah, there's just something about the Stanley cup. So oh, it's incredible. Really that's, uh, and your name is on it forever, which is fucking awesome. Right. I think, yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Too. It's the best, yeah. it's the best trophy in sports. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands oh, down. Yes. Interesting, 
And That's the person who handles it with like the gloves yeah. and you know the velvet case and what. And it's bonkers. So, yeah. Is that like a full time job? Like there's yes. a Stanley Cup handler. It's there's yeah. A, there's a yeah. yeah. There's basically a security team. Yeah. Yeah. And it's well, bonkers well, that because they loan there's it. Also, out. Oh, sorry, sorry, Ron. Well, no, was, you're you're about to I was say, say it they, like, they loan it out it to travels. the players. Yeah. The pl- yeah. Every, one, Can you imagine how many how many players' dicks have been on that thing? You know. You know they've all done it. You know <laughs> there's they've actually, all so there's also lore because yeah. <laughs> there are there were four. I believe there's now six decoy Stanley Cups. So when you get the cup, you don't know if you're you have the real one or not. Oh, it's like Saddam Hussein. And there's also it's like the presidential car. Yeah, <laughs> there's also lore that the that the real the original Stanley Cup was lost. Oh. And was Ooh. never recovered. So wow. there's there's a, an urban legend that the real somebody has the real Stanley Cup Whoa. on the and it's been so, like they they tracked it on the black market a couple of times. And there's so there's a decoy. You can't sell it. There's like it's no worth to it. Like you because well, as soon as you well, sell and it, and some of like, that is just like having it in your in your banshee. Yeah, I suppose. you just want to. Yeah. And and so there, there's like there's British an urban Museum. legend that yeah. one of the decoys that was lost that that the Stanley Cup committee won't say happened, but somebody one of the players is like, oh, I totally lost it. Right. Yeah. The day that I had it, I it gone. And then they're uh, like NDA, 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 NDA. Like exactly. Yeah. Sign, sign uh, all and, these papers. And so the the then they were like, oh, well, that was a decoy. But legend has it that was the original Stanley Cup. Uh. It'd be amazing if it was it turned into one of those chocolate wonderfalls, like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a wedding, just do, it's just like the, it just gets rented out constantly, and well, because each of the rings, each like of these rings are affair, they're removable. It is. The fucking party they're down, removed, guys. so it's oh, just yeah. the top. Yeah, it, they they just have the top, and, and the it, guy who's renting it out to weddings just knows, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that and then, guy was Nicolas Cage, and he stole <laughs> oh, it with the Declaration of Independence. That's exactly who would have it. That's exactly, exactly right. who would have it. Like, yeah. like ironically, Nicolas Cage would have yeah, it. Yeah, nobody. So Michael Jackson bought it and didn't remember. It'd be like, like yeah, him, <laughs> him or Gary Busey. Like Gary Busey won it. Yeah, yeah. Gary Busey won it. He won it from him in a poker game. Poker game, yeah. yeah, yeah. He just puts fruit in. I was, it. yeah, I was yeah. gonna say fruit or like a candy dish, right? Yeah. It's now just a random. Oh no, candy just full dish of cocktail sauce. He's just dipping sausages. Shrimp. Yeah, sausages. <laughs> no, it's it's where he, it's the bowl that he puts his car keys in when he gets home, <laughs> and, his, and his teeth. It's spare change. <laughs> his teeth. Yeah. Oh my it's god. Just full of knickknacks and like a cigar cutter and a and a lighter that's out of. All right, now I'm just telling you about what's in the bowl that I put my keys in. <laughs> a couple of sunglasses. That's how you flex, though. Exactly. Is that the oh, Stanley yeah. Cup is <laughs> the, where you the you Busey know. flex. Except for yeah. he doesn't know. He thinks it's just an old old oh. dish from a China set. Yeah. He's Gary Busey. It's amazing. Poor <laughs> Gary. Poor Gary Busey, man. No, <laughs> I think he's, he's doing all right. a lot. <laughs> Seems like he's coming out of it okay. He's living his best he's, life. I mean, he has, he's had a he's been around for a long time. Who's has. older, Gary Busey or the Stanley Cup at this point? <laughs> <laughs> which which one's a decoy? Hold, please. <laughs> a decoy, Gary Busey. Nick Cage rips his face off. It was me all along. Yeah, my Damn band name is Decoy Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's really good. Oh, oh shit, it. Dan. Jesus, number three yeah. pick. My Let's number three. It. Okay, my number three <laughs> pick is a is a 
almost inconsequential play, except for how it was executed. The year was 1991. Oh my God, I love this. The Chicago Bulls were playing the Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. And in game two, in the first quarter, Michael Jordan went in for an innocuous layup with his right hand. And in midair, switched to his left hand for seemingly no reason other than just to completely flex on everyone in the world and finished with his left hand. And as an 11-year-old kid, that was the craziest thing I had ever seen in my entire life. They showed the replay like 14 times. And it was, it was, I think everyone the next day was trying to do it. Like on the basketball court, all these like, oh yeah, everyone can do it now because he invented it. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And when he's been asked about it, he said, I thought I was going to get blocked on the right. So I just switched to the left. Like that's a thing. Like you're just switching the ball in midair. Like you just hang that much. It was ridiculous. I will never forget it. I know exactly where I was. I know exactly where I was watching it. Like it was, it's just burned into my brain. Like I said, it didn't mean anything. It was two points. It didn't matter. But it was the way that he pulled it off. Ridiculous. Greatest, greatest, Astounding. one of the greatest Michael Jordan plays I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Hands down. And there's plenty. And there's plenty. Well, I mean, was, it's just that was, was the one. It yeah. was the most iconic thing. And all of us. And again, to Ron's earlier point, we were all watching every game of that series. Everyone in America yeah. was watching that NBA finals. So we all, yeah. I mean, I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw it live. Like, cause I remember yeah. it happening. It's just, it was, that was the guy at the, t- the top of his game doing better than he, anybody had ever done it. And anybody. just still inventing new ways to do it on the world's biggest stage. Yeah, and that was, and that was also kind of the changing of the guard. Like the yeah, Lakers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yep. Shout out to Detroit Pistons, of course. Exactly. But, <laughs> I was just going to say they got because past they the hump of the Pistons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, that was kind of the changing of the guard because at, mm-hmm. at, at that time, the Lakers, it was either the Lakers or Celtics every year or yep. Detroit. So yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It was that the Bulls. For, it was unbelievable play. I mean, I was, yeah, I was 11 as well. And I remember I was like, oh, I yeah. guess I'm a Bulls fan now. Like, yeah. Uh, Hundred other kids in the you know hundred thousand <laughs> other kids across the country were just like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I mean that that that's what I want to watch. I want to watch that. Yeah. So that's my three. I'm gl- I'm glad I'm glad you. Ma- I used to have an argument with my friend Craig. Shout out to Craig. Hey Craig. Uh, because he always said that he switched it because he was gonna he was gonna be blocked by AC Green, and I would argue that he did need to switch it. But that's kind no, of what's no, also brilliant. That's what's yeah. also brilliant about yeah. it. It's like, oh, he yeah. can just He's do just it. He's like, all right, I'm just going to just use this yeah. hand instead. In midair. It was ridiculous. Yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. As he was falling, it was almost like, it's like, how and, is he in the air that long? And he's and on his finished. way down. And finished with the left. It's effortlessly. Effortlessly. Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. I know. Ridiculous. It's pretty yep. good. I can't do that. I'm, no, no, I'm psyched, to hear, I'm psyched to hear what you're going to do. On pick number three, though. (laughs) My number three pick. (laughs) Picture it. I am. It is a a warm autumn day in Omaha, Nebraska. The field is the Southwest YMCA. Onto the pitch steps a young goalkeeper by the name of Amelia Campbell. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is her first soccer game 
where they play positions. And she proceeds to step out onto the field. And as the ball goes into play, she twirls around the post with one of her arms. She turns around and yells at a child walking behind the pitch to not walk behind the pitch. She twirls around the other pole and then she stands and looks away from the field and picks the underwear out of her butt to turn around and watch a ball go in right past her. Amazing sports moment number three. I'm really mad that I didn't go with sports moments for my kids. That's so I don't have any yet. Good. I don't have That's any so yet. That's so fucking good. Yeah. Oh my god. That's incredible. That's amazing. Oh, Jesus. Oh I can't god. do it now or I'll just look like a hack. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> wow. I love that. No. Fucking amazing. I have to admit, this draft has gone yeah. in a very different direction than Fucking I thought it was. It. And that's even without the amazing Ron Hexagon showing up in yeah. <laughs> my window. So I'm abandoning. I'm not doing this historical shit anymore. Like, fuck it. Like, uh, we're going to do some fun <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, be gone with you, Jackie Robinson. Like, you're great, but is that a great <laughs> moment? No, I don't know. Is it historic and world-changing? Sure. I'll tell you what I'm going to take. I'm going to take Shout out Jackie Robinson. about 10 years ago on a field in Central Park where I was the only one who knew how to play first base at our company softball game. <laughs> Was I good? No. Could I hit the ball farther than almost everyone I worked with? Yes, because I worked for advertising. Uh, but I'm picking this one because it's one of those that still haunts me to this day. I will never forget it. So I we have the bases loaded against us. And the ball is hit on a grounder to me. And there's only one out or zero outs. I don't remember, but what is the play? If the bases are loaded and the ball goes to the first baseman. Tag first and throw home. Yeah. You throw home. So it's exactly what I did. And I took the softball and in the worst throw of my life, pegged our HR director straight in the fucking forehead. And it kapwinged off his head into the foul territory. I think everybody else scored because my first thing was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. Um, most errant throw of my life. I'm picking this one because it's kind of a summation of my athletic prowess through my entire life. And it all culminated. And I don't think it was because of this, but I don't think it didn't contribute. We played kickball every summer after that. We never played softball again. <laughs> and I think it's because I almost murdered. Like, if it had been lower, eye, nose, mouth, anywhere. It hit him off the forehead, thank God. But I, I pretty much threw the ball straight into the forehead of our HR director. So that's my number three sports moment. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, to be fair, same thing happened to Jackie Robinson. So. <laughs> don't, don't let it eat you up. I think with that we got to break tradition. I got to get I another say, drink. I guess was <laughs> say, we have to. Oh my god, Ron, uh, fucking nailed we'll be it. Right back. Right back. Yeah, be right back. You crushed. That was incredible. Ah, ooh, I'm crying. Mm. <sighs> I had this. I had this 
piece of my beard that's really bothering me. Oh, it's really you got to fly it, away it, there, yeah. Because it yeah. takes it. It's like a whole chunk that just takes a hard right. Yeah, you're like uh, you're like God in the Sistine Chapel, and it's like the flow. It's like just I'm like just you're signal in, at home runs. You're in motion. You're in motion. Touch them all, standing boys. Still. That's out of here. I was just gonna say your chin is a comma. Oh, chin is a comma is my band name. Stra- I was about to say that sounds like a strange Ron Rexigan. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's yours. Chin is a comma. It's yours. You guys are just writing songs for me right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's making notes over a, there. I see him. Yeah, your chin is, your a, chin comma. is a comma. <laughs> In about three months, Ron's gonna reach out and be like, "Hey guys, do you want a special guest again? I need some song ideas." Totally. <laughs> like, Shit, yeah. Oh lord, number four, Ron. Um, I, I grew up a Syracuse orange basketball fan. I don't know exactly. I think, I think I was at the right age watching college basketball. I would watch college basketball with my grandpa. Oh my God. He went to Kentucky. So it was like a lot of Rex Chapman, Kenny Skywalker era stuff. But as a kid, you also get, you know, interested in teams that are interesting and so, like, you know, Ronnie Cycli and Sherman and Coleman and all those guys in that those mid-80s years. And so for years, that also made me like somebody who was really into the Big East. And the Big East was always featured on TV. And I don't I early uh, the year was the mid the mid-aughts. So I you know, like 10, 12 years ago. It's one of the last years of the Big East. My lady and I drive up to see some friends we stop in dc and you were wondering about where i'll tell you in a minute i'll tell you in a minute i'll tell you go ahead continue um made me scared uh so so i just we we got tickets to see uh and also living on the west coast like i (laughs) syracuse like rarely plays west of yeah of the mississippi river which has also been a criticism of them for years they're always (laughs) in the carrier dome but i i we're we're living on the east coast at that time and so we went and saw uh Syracuse play uh, Georgetown in DC. And uh, the first time I heard, let's go, Hoyas, like something I'd heard. And again, I'm rooting for Syracuse, but like Georgetown has the big in the odds. Yeah. I mean, just growing up, like Georgetown was, yeah, John Thompson, just their, yeah, their entire uh, legacy. In yeah. those years growing up. And so to hear that and to be at a game yeah. and it's just packed and it's Big East basketball. And I finally got to go see Syracuse yeah. play and it, they get to, they're playing Georgetown. And, and, uh, it was just, it was incredible. It was amazing. Hell I'll never yeah. forget it. Beautiful. Beautiful. So that's my number four. How old were you, Ron? 30. I don't know how it was old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was <laughs> like know, this you know, childhood like, yeah. thing that you've been looking yeah, for yeah. your whole life. That's yeah. I'd, I'd never gotten to see uh, Syracuse play in person. So there was that. Wow. And then just Georgetown. And then hearing, you know, just like something that you'd heard cheered and like how it sounds. And now you're oh, there. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, it was electric. That's beautiful, Ron. I love that. Reed and Neil will both tell you that my favorite thing of all time is college basketball like i i'm a enormous college basketball fan and my team is kansas jayhawks oh so yeah Rock it shock. made me it, exactly it made me real nervous because i thought you were going to say the oh three championship game when they beat kansas with mellow with, with, <laughs> with, with mellow i'm yeah. sorry no it's fine that was that was great that was huge that was huge 
Yeah. That was huge because for whatever reason, I don't know, girls and school and Seattle music scene. I, I yeah. didn't I wasn't as into sports in the mid nineties when Syracuse was yeah. really good. So my my trauma yeah. that's not a trauma was always like the uh the Hoosiers Syracuse yeah, yeah, yeah. game in eighty seven. So O three yeah. was big for me, but again, the the, the magic of uh the magic of uh, being being at the game. Yeah. It's electric. Like college basketball games are a madhouse. Like a yeah. mad especially if it's a basketball school in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Definitely during mm-hmm. the during Bayheim's prime was uh-huh. I mean the, the carrier dome was nuts because it was enormous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would you would say like probably the top three arenas for college basketball, Carrier Dome would be one of them. Uh, Cameron Indoor Arena for Duke would be one of them. The Fieldhouse for Kansas would be one of them because they're just crazy. Like Kentucky, North Carolina, mm-hmm. those are all huge states. Yeah, so see one of those live. Absolutely. Georgetown, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, great pick. Yeah. I, I so, fully, so I I fully endorse. Fully endorse. <laughs> That's just, good. That's good. Yeah. And shout out to my friend Josh Myrick. He's a huge uh, He's hey, a Kansas Jayhawks guy. Oh, he's oh, a, a, a Hawks fan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Big, big, big time. Like he's been to Allen, yeah. Allen Fieldhouse, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's the a origin huge of basketball. Fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge Jayhawks fan. Right. Neil and I, Neil and I actually do the bracket every year. Well, we used to when he was working for Jack Morton, and like the first year we did it, we won. No, it was, and I, we don't had, say we. Yeah. Don't say we. What I do is I call Dan and I yeah. say <laughs> this matchup, and he tells me who to pick. Like and yeah, the very first year yeah. that I had him do that, we won my office pool. It was my first year yeah. working in that office. Everyone's like, "Neil's a genius," yeah. and I was like, "Nope, it's my friend Dan." And I was like, <laughs> "I got I never guy. took credit." That was oh. the year that Michigan State took that big run. Yeah. You had yep. Michigan State going that far, and no one else did. This is like yeah. two thousand nine, eight, whatever it something was, like that. Yeah, it was something Mateen like that. Yeah, Mateen Cleaves. Yeah, Dan, pick your number two. Number four. four. <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> this one, three guys top nines. Let's go. <laughs> four, four guys, four guys twelves. Uh, four guys six and a half squared. There we go. <laughs> this to me was the craziest thing I have ever witnessed in a sporting event in my life. To this day, it's one of the most talked about things that has ever happened in any sporting event ever. And it was the year 1997. You're stealing my bit, by the way. Mike Tyson was fighting Evander Holyfield. Oh! And it, and in the middle of the fight, bit his ear off. That was nuts. And delicious. And I remember <laughs> watching that and just being like, what just happened? You were watching that what live? Just ha- yeah, I watched it. Oh, my God. I was like, what just happened? And it was... It was the, just pandemonium like like Evander Holyfield just jumps up and he's screaming and there's a piece of the ear on the on the on the mat and Mike Tyson's got blood on his mouth and you're just like it was a story for a it was crazy months. it was a story for forever months. I remember forever. that it was yeah. like in magazines Sports Illustrated and yeah. Rolling Stone and I, covered I, it. I will never forget seeing that live and just being like oh my god this man just bit off another man's ear live on television in front of everyone. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> for no reason. I mean, it was crazy. Well, so is so is Mike Tyson. So. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, the potential that, that man could have had. Nuts. The potential that man could have had if he had not gotten with Don King. 
But anyways, that was. <laughs> I have a feeling bonkers. it's a little more underlying than just that. I mean, the man bit somebody's ear off. Like he's sure. not stable. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think Don King had anything to do with that. Don King wasn't I like. Think he had a lot to do. Mm, no, but I, but <laughs> he he. I don't know. No, it's definitely there's. I mean, there's a bigger conversation to be had about like athletes and how they're pushed. Like in sure. certain directions, Tiger Woods' dad was a big one. I mean, the movie that the, Will Smith did where he slapped yeah. Chris Rock in the face, he won the Oscar for playing a guy who pushed his daughter too hard. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. It's, it's, exactly. it's a tale as old as time, 100%. Well, and some of, that, some of that is also like how, and Reed, you can speak to this because you're the athlete. Um, but, <laughs> I know. All of Reed's are his. We don't have any of those. <laughs> but... But just like how in the moment and how emotion driven and aggression driven, yeah. like just sports yeah. are, there's, there's that video where um, part of the bat is, is broken towards Roger Clemens yep. and, he and, he throws, throws it and he throws it at Piazza. And for years, like people yeah. get angry and I'm not saying that he didn't do anything wrong, but to me, I believe that like. He didn't know what was really happening. Yeah, no. Well, he was also roided the fuck up, and there's, Mike Tyson probably yeah. was too. So it's like, well, there's there's that. that that's a just, whole other like, just like, level but, to it. But I mean, you know, being a fighter, yeah, and like, yeah, the emotion, Biting a man's ear off, yeah. Yeah. just the just the. I mean, you know, my favorite part about the Clemens thing was always when he was like, "No, I thought it was the ball." I was like. Well, then why do you throw it at the batter? Joel, That's not part I of baseball. Yeah, like, he was just, yeah, he was like, after the yeah. game, he was like, I don't even know what. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't think he knew. And then just like, yeah. And not to clutch my pearls and, and yell how, how barbaric, but you know, yeah, biting yeah. someone's ear off. Yeah. 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 Anyways. In a boxing, yeah. in a boxing match where we've yeah, asked yeah. two men to pummel each other to death. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. That's a little yeah. too far, buddy. Yeah. Right. Well, that's also, bonkers. you know, that's a bigger I conversation know, so. but yeah well yeah and just yeah tyson's mouth with it's a great blood yeah that's oh, good it was insane it was, and that oh. was a great sports moment yeah yeah oh, all right then i don't i don't know if i can top that one did you bite somebody's sure ear can. off in in uh your church league <laughs> no <laughs> did holden run over somebody with a lawn mowing tournament uh, i did uh i did league lead i leagued i led the entire league and penalties for like two seasons in a row in hockey. But that's not what <laughs> this go. story is about. This story, <laughs> this story takes place in 2018. Oh, in a little town called Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> I've heard of it. I've been there where a young man named Holden Campbell <laughs> is playing little league baseball. He is in one of his first couple of years of, peer pitch where the kids actually pitch the ball to the other kids and it is the ninth inning and they are down by two scores and the bases are loaded and Holden steps up and Holden is not tall in stature no he has always looked like he was at least two years younger than he actually is <laughs> so the kids in the outfield take a couple of steps up what they don't know about young Holden Campbell is this man, this young man not only has a cannon for an arm, but can smack the ball like it's nobody's business. Nice. He's a striper. He's a striper. And he pranked 
a fucking piss missile swamp donkey <laughs> over the center fielder's head. And by the time the center fielder picked up the ball to throw it in, Holden was rounding third base. Hits a grand slam. Wow. Amazing. Yes. In the minivan on the way home, he goes, hey, mom and dad. And he leans the seat all the way back. He goes, my back hurts. I said, from baseball? He said, no, from carrying the team. <laughs> legend. 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 The legend. Now, I us- I've heard it called a laser. I've never heard it called <laughs> a piss missile swamp donkey. Did I get that right? I jotted it down. Yeah. That's great. I, I also want to, before I take my fourth pick, I want to illustrate the contrast between Holden and Amelia's picks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please do. It's a very, very on brand for both of them. Like it's, Correct. it's very, yeah. Correct. The quiet strength from Holden and just the like absolutely confident, just doesn't give a fuck about Amelia. It's just like great. Just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Let's take my number four pick and then we'll do a recap. Love it. Okay. So since I've abandoned my historical ones, because this is way more fun, you guys. This list is way so fun. fun to look at. Um, way fun. Uh, when I lived in Minneapolis, that same time that I lived there, I only lived in Minneapolis for two years that I um, went to go see the Twins play. And so after the first year that I had that like flex season ticket plan, I reordered it. And they said, okay, since you're going to be here like in the middle of the season, like as for our flex, we're giving the Twins sent out a little thing in the mail that said, we're giving you this special thing. Pick three um, different things that you might want to do. And then we'll, uh, like, throughout the season, we'll try to make them happen for you. One was an on-field meeting, like, with the players. Like, you just, like, you walked out on the field. And then another one was the meeting, like, a lunch with, like, a Twins former or current player or staff. You know, they left it wide open because they didn't know who the hell they were going to get. And the other one was just tickets to a game. Like you got two two tickets to a game. Before that, so that year, there was a thing called Twins Fest in the Metrodome where you just go and all the players are hanging out and there's card shows on the, like you can walk around on on the, it was AstroTurf at the time, so nobody cared if anybody trampled it for 700 hours. But um, I was just walking <laughs> through the concourses and I walk by like this, one of the autograph booths that I didn't kind of realize was there. And obviously no one realized it was there because there were only three people in the line and it was Hall of Famer Rod Carew. Hall of Famer Rod Carew. So I jumped in line. I was like, holy shit, I don't have anything for him to sign. He's obviously kind of toward the end of it. So I pulled off my cap and he signs Rod Carew on the cap. Uh, this isn't my moment, by the way. But so then I gave that cap to my dad because my dad and I, our, our love language is baseball. We talk twins all yeah. the time. He's the one who got me into the twins. They won when I was eight and they won when I was 11 and or 12. And they're like, we've never looked back, you know. Those are all great. So I gave him that cap. He still has it in his office. Pretty dope. So then I get back the things from this like fan fest type of three activities. They all land on the same weekend against the Atlanta Braves. And so I get the two tickets for the game, the on-field meeting and the player like lunch. And so I call my dad and I'm like, I, I was like, they're all happening on the same weekend. I didn't know this was going to happen, but you have to come. So my dad like drives out to Minneapolis. So for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, we go to the game. It's great. Saturday, we got to go on the field 
And so we're standing there and you don't think anything's going to happen. It's like batting practice. So like, but it was like the opposing team's batting practice. It wasn't even the twins batting practice. So we're like, whatever. So who walks over, but like Jeff Francoeur and John Smoltz. And they come over and talk to our group of people for like 15 minutes. Unbelievable. I'm watching my dad like be 12 years old. <laughs> and then, so the next day was like the banquet and we're like, whatever. We went to the game that night as well. We were just like, cause we're here. Let's just go to the game too. So we were just having a whole baseball weekend. And then the next day was like, in the parking lot of the Metrodome, there was like a tent or whatever. You got like hot dogs and beer and shit. And we sat down like, I wonder who it's going to be. Out walks Hall of Famer Rod Carew to speak to the entire group. And my dad turned and looked at me like, what is happening? I've never <laughs> seen him so happy. It was like to do that for your dad who loves baseball yeah. and who taught you to love baseball. How could that not be one of my greatest sports moments of all time? It was the best. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I'm just going to write down Hall of Famer Rod Carew. Rod Carew. So, I mean, that was just kind of a crazy sequence of events that turned pretty lovely. I still have the note that my dad left me in my house after he left. Just like couldn't believe what, how crazy that was and how everything turned out so nicely. It was really cool. There's my emotional pick, guys. Love it. It's a fantastic one. I also uh, think about Rod Carew with lyrics. I mean, you guys just quoted uh, (laughs) – Adam Sandler. I, yeah, the Sandman. Uh, I I got mad hits like I was Rod Carew. Yeah. Beastie Boys. Yeah, is what I what yeah. always is playing in my head when I hear Rod Carew's name. Oh wait, I do need to. I guess I need to do the uh, the read cap. I'm going to go backwards so we can do Ron last and lead right into his last pick. Sound good, guys? Okay. Perfect. I love that. Mine was 2006 Twins game 162. Being there for that. Um, <laughs> I went Miracle on Ice and then regretted it. I'm just like, why am I going that direction? Oh. And then I picked uh, hitting my HR rep in the head with a softball at our company softball game. And then Hall of Famer Rod Carew with my dad. Reed uh, hitting his only home run in his life at his church league and sadly not being able to touch third in home. Uh, the game-tying goal in, in Nevada, which is incredible. Amelia's first soccer game where she's yelling at people and lets the goal go by. And then Holden's Piss Missile Swamp Donkey Grand Slam, which is also my new band name. (laughs) Dan's was 1994's Monday Night Football Drive with Joe Montana. The Diamondbacks win the series while you were living in Phoenix. 1991, Jordan changing hands in midair. And 1997, Tyson bites Holyfield. And Ron, I want to point out that Ron has hit on all of our different sports with all of his first Mm -hmm. four picks. I don't know if this was intentional, but this is fascinating. The drive with John Elway hits NFL. 2004 Red Sox-Yankees hits baseball, which is my favorite sport. And then number three, getting to see the Stanley Cup, which Reed loves hockey. And then Syracuse-Georgetown for college basketball. So you like hit like all of our taste clusters. And I don't even think (laughs) we meant to do that. It was pretty impressive. And so we're going to Ron for his fifth pick. Okay. Um, so uh, <laughs> picture it. Seattle, a comfortable Cadillac um, given, sold by grandparents to somebody <laughs> who can barely parallel park a Chevy Storm. Um, okay. Seattle Storm. uh Versus the Phoenix Mercury game five, which for WNBA basketball is game seven. Winner advances to the championship. This is in 2018. Now the storm had success. Actually, I went to this game. Sorry, I built it up with the Cadillac. Because I I remember sitting in the car listening to the Seattle Storm, a relatively new team, had been around for a couple of years, drafting Sue Bird. And I was sitting yeah. in my car 
when that draft was on the radio in Seattle. And so Subert's career and being a Seattle Storm fan and getting to go to games and because it was uh, a certainly less known league than it is today, like you could, you felt, it felt like you were all going to the same high school to see your team. Do you know what I mean? Like it felt very, especially community oriented. And certainly what was going on with the Sonics at that time and, and what would eventually, uh, you know, Seattle basketball became the store for sure. Um, and I was super into it for many, many years still am. Sue Bird has been a Hall of Fame player and Olympian for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, legend. And, and certainly now, I mean, being a commentator and a spokesperson that, um, but that game five against uh, Diana Taurasi, a villain, <laughs> <laughs> which which she would accept, uh, just put the team on, on on her back. I hit five three point. Just being at that game and the electricity of that and the competition of that, it may seem like a strange pick or or no. out of no out of nowhere. Absolutely but, not. But to see to see a legend have this like moment of always being a general always being solid but just saying no i'm gonna take us there i'm gonna get us there and and just hitting shot after shot and like yeah they hit three pointers but now they're like five feet behind three point line and just chucking it up there and hitting it it was just it was just incredible being in that building um and yeah it was after we had moved back to seattle so there was a lot of emotion Mm. in being back in seattle during that time so yeah it's fantastic game so my number five pick Game five, Sue Bird, Seattle Storm over the Phoenix Mercury. I love that. I absolutely Spectacular. That. that is great. It's shades of my 2006 Twins pick. Same thing. Being in the room where it yeah. happens mm-hmm. while it's happening. That. Yeah. And yeah. Watching, watching someone just be brilliant. Oh, incredible. I love that. Yeah. And that, and that team had had success. I mean, but I'd never been also, I'd never been in town when they were on a run to a championship because right. you know Sue Bird led them to four but this this was I was in Seattle getting to see them and and oh. and you know when you're in your 16th season as Sue Bird was yeah. at that time 16 or 17 you don't yeah, know how wow. many more seasons you're going to even get with that player being on the team so so yeah and even just basketball I'm back in Key Arena and it's basketball so yeah it's incredible I absolutely love it love it love it Love it. I love that you went with the WNBA in the fifth round. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Fantastic. NFL, MLB, NHL, (laughs) college basketball, NCAA, and WNBA. Those are Ron's picks, and those are all fucking stellar. Thanks. I'm on board. I'm here for it. So are we changing the name to four guys or what's going I, we on? Might <laughs> <have to. laughs> we might have to. We might no, have to. No. We might have to. God, we have to get another fucking URL. <laughs> no, no. Guys, no, what no, am I going to do just... with all these koozies? <laughs> Ron, <laughs> Ron you're welcome be... to guest. You're welcome to guest host anytime, though. That'll be anytime. my uh... That'll be my uh, my tale to tell at the local tavern. It's like I could have been one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, you, but, are. But that, you are, but that, but that koozie budget. <laughs> he was he he it's was of the spent. Jackie Robinson of our era. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Oh shit! Oh my god, Dan, number five. I'm say I'm so glad. I I was almost positive I was going to get this one, but now I'm 100. This is my number one. This is my number one. This is my number five. This is the greatest sports moment I ever ever got to witness. The year was 2014. <laughs> Stealing my fucking bit. <laughs> the Kansas City Royals, oh, got a got a wild card spot. Yes, and they were playing against the Oakland Athletics. I had so many people over to my apartment to watch this game because the Royals had not been in the playoffs for so long, and I was so excited. And this team was just there was something special about them. Unfortunately. They had to face John Lester. And he pitched a fucking gem. I mean, an absolute gem. The Royals were dumbfounded against him. They could not figure him out. All of my people in my house that I had over were leaving. The, the, the A's were up. It was getting close to the ninth inning. Everybody was leaving. My parents finally were like, we got to go home. It's late. The game was was getting down to its final final outs. John Lester got pulled and they brought in a backup and the Royals tied the game. To to, to astonished everybody. That's everybody. The game kept going. Ninth inning, 10th inning, 11th inning, 12th inning. In the 12th, the A's went up 8-7. It was midnight. We were down to our last out. Eric Hosmer was on third. And Christian Cologne was up. Christian Cologne hit a blooper. Chopper bounced 20 feet in the air. Eric Hosmer comes in, slides in, safe. Tie game. Next guy up, Salvi Perez who is a notorious pull hitter. And this was when you could still um, shift. shift. Yeah. So the whole whole team shifts left. Christian Cologne's on first. Pitcher, I can't remember his name. Uh, I watched. I actually watched it today because I just wanted to remember everything. Pitcher throws. <laughs> I was going to say, your memory is amazing about yeah. this game. <laughs> Pitcher throws to first twice to try to tag him out. Almost gets him. Then uh, throws a... Throws a high, throws a high outside ball on purpose to try to pick him off, and the catcher drops the ball. That's going to be a replay or a relay to second. Cologne steals second, so they have to adjust their shift. Third baseman has to slide over a little bit. Salvi hits a chopper. I mean, if it if if it was a millimeter left, it would have been foul. Goes straight down the line on strike two. Goes through. Cologne comes around, scores the game winner. After midnight, I'm losing my mind. I have a brand new baby. It's <laughs> well past midnight. I'm screaming my brains out in our in our basement condo, and the Royals advance. And it it was like it was the craziest game I've ever seen in my life because there was literally no chance of them winning, and somehow they pulled it off. And they swept through the rest of the playoffs and eventually ended up losing to the Giants in seven, which was heartbreaking. But that game was one of the greatest playoff baseball games I've ever seen in my life. And everybody gave up except me. I watched the whole thing. 
And mm-hmm. I will never regret it for the rest of my life because I stuck with it. And it, it was amazing. It was incredible. And I watched knows, that whole knows, thing, too. That that game yeah, was I know phenomenal. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I so wasn't watching as close as you guys, five. but like for 2014 yeah. and 2015, I was living and dying with you guys, with the Royals. Yeah. There's something yeah. about the AL Central fans. If it's yeah. not the White Sox and very rarely the Guardians, but like between us, like these guys went to the Twins versus Yankees with me wearing Yank- wearing Twins gear. Like mm-hmm. yep. that's that's what and yeah. and those two years I was living and dying by the Royals in those playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. just like it's it's that was the best. Those two years for the Royals. Like Bothers. and the fact that it ended so frustratingly and you had to work yeah. your whole Ugh. They had to work the whole 162 games and back through the playoffs again to get there again, yeah. which was so unlikely for any team like the Royals. So and unlikely. A fucking win in 2015. One of the best things that's ever happened in sports. Agreed. But that game, that one, that one wild Because you were the one that stuck it out. nuts. Yeah. Goddamn right. I'll, I'll always yeah. have a, a place in my heart for the Royals because when I was a kid, like collecting baseball cards and getting into baseball. Mm-hmm. Colorado didn't have the Rockies yet. So with George Brett and like Brett Saberhagen and stuff, Mm -hmm. like I never, I didn't go to a, I mean, I've been to a Royals game now, but like uh, when I was a kid, like it was, it was the, it was the Royals. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. They need to be, the Royals need to be great again. The major league is better when the, when the Royals are good. Make the Royals great again. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas City is such an amazing baseball town too. Such, yeah, there's really like is. a baseball yeah. rich culture, but it just lays dormant when they're not doing well. Cause they're, yeah. they're painful to watch when they're, when they're bad. Oh shit. I have to pee. Read. I, well, yeah, I kind of got to pee too. But we need, should should we pee or do you want to take your pick? I think you should pick. You can take my pick. I'm ready for that too. Take your take your pick or take your pee. That's our album title. <laughs> uh, take your whatever you choose to do. Okay, the setting is <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, the year is 2020. The world is waking up from a lockdown. It is the first weekend in August. And there were a lot of things that started rehappening, but the biggest thing in Omaha, Nebraska that rehappened was a an adult recreation hockey club decided to hold their yearly tournament as the world was opening up. And so the Pirates hosted the jo- the biggest Jolly Roger they have ever hosted. And it was the last tournament I captained at the intermediate level of hockey and I very meticulously crafted my team and it was a hard fought tournament and we ended up playing our arch rival club Menace to Sobriety (laughs) not the Denver Broncos Menace to Sobriety in it's the championship name. game. It's a really good name. And it was one of the toughest. Don't give them credit for anything. Listen, that name sucks, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. It's, uh, it's, it's very overplayed. Search yeah, the internet very... for Menace to Sobriety. It's a bad oh, hip hop group from I don't somewhere. Like it. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we, that was one of the toughest games I've ever played. 
Uh, we yep. had players on both teams that were probably a little above where they should have been at the skill level, but we took it to a three-round shootout. Oh, shit. Wow. And we tied the three-round shootout, which means you go one for one. And we were in round number five. And I looked around the bench, and I saw a young Alec Hogan staring at the game, and I said, Hogan, you're up next. And what can I, I can't even begin to explain the magic that happened, but this was the result. <laughs> oh, that's so good. oh, that's good. the captain. We ended up winning in the fifth round of a shootout from somebody that had no idea they were going to shoot. And I just looked around. I had two people that were like, put me in, put me in, put me in. And I looked at Hogan and I said, Hogan, you're up next. And he lasered one over Nick Oris's shoulder. <laughs> Game winner. Pirates win. The it it was the we 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 nicknamed it the COVID Cup. Because <laughs> <laughs> didn't you get COVID during that? Or uh, no, because almost... uh, we were uh, we were on NPR. <laughs> oh, that's right. After, NPR ran a story about us after that uh, because a oh. lot of people got COVID. Uh, I, yeah. I did not. I uh, I was, <laughs> it was a bad I, I was vaccinated. Uh, most of our team, I didn't. Whatever. Everybody knew their own risks. Listen, but man, Hogan. That was y'all survived. Hogan's heroes. Like I think about that, and I still get a little choked up. Like that was. I'll I'll have to see if I can find the the video for right after he scored and our bench cleared and, and we hot, we dogpiled on Hogan right in front of their bench. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I want to see that really bad. It's a thing awesome. of beauty. And, uh, shortly after that, those sweaters were in storage in my friend, Rich's garage. Yeah. And, his next door neighbor's house blew up and his house burned down. So we lost those jerseys. What? That was a fucking plot twist. That oh was the gosh. last time those jerseys were worn. I want to make that into a movie. This was, is a movie. The COVID, just cup, the COVID cup is a perfect title. And so my ancillary pick was the when we found these jerseys, we wore them at the Stars and Sticks tournament and we won it. And that was the only tournament in Omaha I had captained and not yet won. Mm. Holy shit, Reed. That's a screenplay waiting to happen. <laughs> oh I was God. just about to make I was just about to make a joke that Fauci came and burned the uh, jerseys. And right before Dr. Fauci said they exploded. That's really that's like the stuff of Mighty Ducks. It's the stuff of fucking yes, yeah. exactly. Adult beer league hockey. It's so good, Reed. I love that all five of your picks were ones that you participated in. Right. That made me so happy. I love that you. Well, you said you. I, they were they were our top five your sports top picks, five right? Sports moments. Yeah, yeah love man. it. I love or he it. created people to 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 live vicariously through. God, that's great. He created people. <laughs> It's the weirdest way to say you're a parent. I created people. (laughs) I do like that uh, the next year Reed gets in touch with me. He's like, can you Photoshop a mask onto our uh, 
onto our logo so because yep. we're hosting and so like the, the yeah the, the the covid tournament like they put masks on the logo for the next year and i thought that was pretty good well, I, have that I, shirt I, still. I don't know if ron's aware that we actually caused covid oh yeah like we we created it yep so <laughs> we yeah so the, the sorry so about we, that we, right sorry about yeah we actually we neil and i went to omaha in march of 2020 Wow, uh, and had a weekend to remember. And as Neil and I were getting on our respective planes to go back home, everything was shutting down. Like we we got out by the skin of our teeth. Yeah, we really yeah. did. Like two days later, Tom Hanks got it. The NBA shut down, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. was. We were in Omaha like two days before all of that. It was. We literally. We literally opened the gate. I'm really glad I don't have anything personal for my last. Well, it's kind of personal, but. Uh, you're going to listen. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a thrill ride. Um, the, I love year, it. the year was 1998 <laughs> and it was January. No, sorry. I apologize. The season was 1998. The game was January 17th, 1999. Okay. And the Minnesota Vikings had done pretty well that season. I don't know if you remember. They had a pretty good record. They had the best uh, young wide receiver in the league. They had an old quarterback that was really bringing it, really shining. They had a defense that was eating people up. And they were the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. And that day, I was living in Colorado, where I went to college. And there were only there was one other person in my musical theater department that I knew who was also a fellow Minnesota Vikings fan. And so we said, we got to go. It was the early game of that day. And I don't know if you remember, the Denver Broncos played later that day. And we were in Colorado. So we were like, we have to find a place. We always went to the old Chicago's. We went to the old Chicago's and we knocked on the door because they weren't (laughs) open. And we were like, we really want to see kickoff. Can we come in? And they were like, "Uh, sure. So the day started with two guys in Vikings jerseys sitting at a table. (laughs) <laughs> looking at each other, eating our wings and whatnots, and just waiting for the game to start. And then the game was going, and it was not going great. It was kind of a back and forth between the Falcons and the Vikings that day. I mean, you can watch an incredible documentary from <laughs> from Secret yes. Base by John Boyes yes. about the Minnesota Vikings. This is a big episode in that. It's also yes. a great episode in their series about the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. So that day, we are... Doing okay, not doing great, but we know we have, like, our offense isn't quite killing, but Randy Moss is still crushing. And there's two minutes and 11 seconds left in the fourth quarter, and we're about to kick a field goal. And we feel great about it because our kicker had never missed a kick the entire season. No length of kick was missed by Gary Anderson, but that day he shanked one. And missed it. And that game went to overtime. And the Minnesota Vikings lost that game in the midst of a screaming, cheering crowd of Broncos fans who wanted an easier Super Bowl. They showed up little by little at the old Chicago's through that day, wearing their Broncos jerseys and screaming against the Vikings and cheering for the Falcons because nobody wanted to play the Vikings in any game that year. And so then in overtime, when the Falcons kicked the field goal, and the Vikings lost their NFC championship game. 
that's one of my favorite sports moments because it started the dagger in my heart that killed my love for the Minnesota Vikings, and I don't watch them anymore. I have grown up with joy in my life over the past 10 years. Once Brett Favre threw that motherfucking bullshit play that year, 10 years ago, that was it. That was the nail in the coffin. And I have been a happier person for every day that I don't follow the Minnesota Vikings. And that 1999 game against Atlanta cinched it for me. So that is my number five sports moment. The death of my fandom of the Minnesota Vikings. Love it. That is it. Cheerio. A very, a very Solid. happy way to go out of this draft. <laughs> I love that. That was a great pick. That, well, it was a great draft. Ron, yeah. thank you what so a, much for what that. What a fantastic draft. What a great surprise to have Ron with yeah. us. Thank you. Fantastic. I love every second of it. Thank you so much. This was you guys' Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Great. I love Get it. The, you got me Ron for Christmas. I'll, I'll probably send you socks or something. <laughs> as long as the Ron Hexagon socks. I just I'll Ooh. show up at your door with a decoy Stanley Cup. Uh, <laughs> if you have it, Ron, that would be the biggest fucking pull. God. That'd be amazing. Uh, I want some Ron Socksagons. <laughs> I'll add right. that to the merch. There you go. That's put it in the list, Ron. <laughs> Ron Socksagons. <laughs> I appreciate you having me. Um, yes. Or sorry if my talking made us. No, run. No, it was no, 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 this is it one of those drafts. Yeah. This is one yeah. of those drafts like you were talking about with like the 90s music drafts. We just talk and stories. talk and talk and it feels so good. Every single one of these picks filled me up from the ground up. I loved it. Good times. We they all every pick had a story and we had to tell the story. So that's it's perfect. It was fine. Right. No. No notes, Ron. No notes. <laughs> no notes. And everyone, every, Legion of Listeners, if you made it this far, you'd better fucking go follow Ron on all of his socials. On Absolutely. TikTok, apparently, yeah. and Instagram. Please do. Yeah, and uh, if you're not in Chicago, go to Chicago and see him. Or yeah. maybe you can catch him at a town uh, near you when he's on his travels. Reed won't, but you can. No, no, no. Uh, no, he was I'm too kidding, busy. I'm kidding, for, I'm kidding. Busy too, too busy creating championships. Yeah, right. you know, Ron, Ron, if you're ever, if you're ever down south this way, I have, I have an amazing Kroger to show you. <laughs> oh, all right, nice. I, if I wasn't, if I wouldn't get arrested, I'd love to just busk outside of a high V for, uh, for hot Chinese food money. Oh. Guys just make